Hello and welcome to my podcast, Permission to Come. My name is Chantel. I'm a sexuality coach, a sex educator, and I also happen to be a bisexual woman and a mom. I created this podcast as an extension of my Instagram page, which you can find at Wild Love Nation. Um, I did this in order to carry on important conversations about sex, love, relationships, non-monogamy, orgasms, and intimacy. Here you'll hear me talk with other sex educators and influencers about all of these topics. I hope that you enjoy and you have my permission to come. Hey and welcome to um, episode one of Love Around the World. So we're gonna tonight talk with my friend Lisa about the first episode which is in Tokyo, Japan. Um, I'm really excited to kind of talk about this. I have like I have like four or five pages of notes because it just was mind-boggling to me what was kind of happening so you watched it um tell me what you think this is Lisa everyone um, she is my really good friend and I really wanted to do this kind of segment because I have so many good conversations with my friends that I wish you guys could all hear all the time so that's why I did this like it's just it's so much fun. We like laugh and talk about all the crazy things. Um, so yeah, that's why we're doing it. So tell me your thoughts on this first episode. I feel like, I feel like going into it, knowing it was about Tokyo, I feel like I thought I knew what would be on there. And I did not know. Like it was a lot of it was shocking to me. There was stuff that I saw on there that I was, I was really surprised by. And it makes you understand the culture a little more. It's just, it makes you understand because just simple things like PDI, not normal, saying I love you, not normal, just basic stuff. So it it just caught me off guard a lot of it. Yeah. And I mean, you always, I think I always knew that they were more like private and reserved, but I didn't realize that that extended behind the doors as well. Like it's not just in public, they're very, they're a very cold culture now. Um, but the cool thing is, is that it wasn't necessarily always that way, you know? So in this episode, if you have seen it or not seen it, you'll see, um, they have these like erotic art scrolls that are given to the daughters, um, on their wedding night. And it's like 17th century. And it's basically like, it's a sex ed manual. Mm-hmm. And the pictures are quite graphic and not like they're not correct in the size proportions of like these <laughs> men, the men's penises are just like these crazy thick weird things but yeah, for they, sure yeah like the the fathers would give these to their daughters on their wedding night and you know there's like one that was a masturbating buddhist um with the dildo because they're not allowed to have sex so it was just like crazy that in the 17th century erotic art was such a huge thing and sexuality was more open and they showed them you know pictures of them pleasuring each other like it wasn't just about the man which when you watch this episode it has become about the man um yeah right like i feel like the women have gotten forgotten like they do in so many cultures around the world right like 
I feel like they've been replaced like just with other interactions and justifying not falling in love and not being with somebody because it's just too much work you know it's a lot of effort there's so many people and I like in the in the show we like you just go to a a dating bar like go in and just pick a guy and sit down for two hours and he treats you better than any man ever will if he does actually love you because it's outrageous and unrealistic yeah. um, the princess lift you and just the extreme they go to it's it's sad because there's this like need for attention but it's been replaced yeah. real attention's been replaced with fake that you pay for yeah that they that's a thing like the expectations are very unrealistic like you're not gonna have yeah like these women can pay like ten thousand dollars a month you know or less obviously but yeah like you said like unrealistic treatment by these men who are just there to make the money um and they don't you know yes they're treating you wonderful and they're doting on you but they're not giving you sex because you're not going to come back if they give you sex so it's just it's like crazy so then how are you going to settle like i say settle but it's not but it would kind of seem like that in a relationship after that's what you you know you have been giving yourself right like yeah. i know that <clears throat> It's like the modern woman they talk about is more career driven, but then there's these women who are like the, the erotic comics and how they're just like going, these women are reading like gay boy, whatever they call them. Um, what did, what was it? Like gay boy, boy comics. Um, Right, the like manga, but it's like boys because the the traditional boy girl is not realistic to attain in their culture. Like it's sad that girls are reading basically gay porn comics because regular dating is not realistic. Yeah, and it's too much work. Yeah, that's quite a thing to as a culture just pretty much mutually agree upon and then if they are in a relationship are they really doing much anyways because they're disconnected in the relationships they're in from what we were seeing yeah. which is so bad like the one the one woman that the, the story that got me the most in that whole episode was the woman who would wake up to her husband with a hard dick and he'd be like get on me and she's riding him and he's watching porn right like oh that my heart just like wow nobody deserves that and then she just felt so uncomfortable she gets off and gives him a hand job and he's still watching porn it's like that's how disconnected even if they have any kind of sexual contact that's how disconnected it can be yeah yeah that was like yeah i still think about that that was pretty and she was beautiful right she was like watched it again today and I was like man she's probably the most beautiful woman I've seen in that culture she was stunning yeah like taking like like, that's the thing and she's like saying like it hurt her confidence as a woman like how you know and so honestly my thought when I watched this episode and that specific part came my first thought was is he gay you know, like, is there something else there and that this still happens, right? Because their yeah. culture is not really open to that. 
So how many of these marriages are loveless because one of them is gay, mm -hmm. right? So nothing she could do would make him attracted to her, right? And that can feel like, is there something obviously missing there that she didn't know about? Like, it could have even been the anime porn. Like, you can't, you never know. It could have been that. I don't know. It's just, there's something there, yeah, that he wasn't able to see her. For sure. And there's, you know, just like any other place, there's like a BDSM, um, like mm -hmm. kink community, right? So it was cool to see that as well, just the differences, but the dolls, like, can we talk mm -hmm. about the dolls? <laughs> that one's becoming a thing in, in Canada too, which is that art. I think you shared that, you shared that article. Yeah, I sent an article to you and there's one, there's like a brothel, if you guys don't know, for um, people to go and have sex with love dolls. And they're made out of silicone. And I don't, I don't know that it's illegal yet. Like they're struggling with the laws, depending on where you are. But there's one in Toronto and there's one in Vancouver. And basically it's just a brothel, but with silicone dolls. And they're disinfected um, in between each thing and they're supposed to be like the same weight and feel like the real thing um and so we've literally uh removed all like human contact needed you know yeah. and i'm not saying like i i don't i don't judge people who do porn that's you do you um but like that i don't know like it just you know, like escorts and stuff, there's, you know, there's all these different ways that people try to get um, human contact. So then we're just removing it, right? And that scares me that we're removing any kind of like human interaction when it comes to sexual pleasure and intimacy. Yeah. These men could literally live their adult lives never actually interacting intimately with another human being that's the thing and it's so easy and if like if that challenge of having love and keeping love is there and it's as simple as well i've got kids they're grown up i don't need to have a woman around i don't need to have a man around i can just go pay to have somebody around for that when i need it or i can go meet people or well are you going to meet people or pay for it and if you're okay with paying for it at what point is it not comfortable for you to have a regular girlfriend or regular relationship and can you do that faithfully? And if not, can you guys sort that out together? Like there's a lot of aspects that come in when you bring these, these elements in, like it's, it's a huge thing. And I know like prostitution has been around forever. This stuff has been forever around, but, but the to Tokyo is just taking it to a whole new level. Like the sex dolls, the anime porn, the dating bars, like everything, everything there. So then I imagine even not kissing good morning, good night, usually, or touching in public or saying, I love you. I just imagine coming to, to North America, what a shock it would be. Yeah. Same going there, same with going to Tokyo. If you stayed for long term and got to see everything and get to know people, it's yeah. As like a woman in Canada, when you hear people going to different countries, one of the biggest things is like, oh, like you should make sure that you research like what their culture is like mm -hmm. and make sure you're not you know, breaking any laws or you're not going to get yourself in trouble because we are not used to that. And in Canada, you know, yes, we like 
we complain about <clears throat> not having equal rights and I'm, you know, I'm not saying complain in, in a negative way, but we are concerned about where we're at. But when we look at these other countries, like mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty drastic. You know, the one lady who it'd been 10 years since she'd slept with her husband mm -hmm. and she didn't want to anymore because she had a boyfriend, but was still married and happy with the situation. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, like we think that we're behind, but it's drastically different. Yeah, other countries. Yeah, when I see the other cultures and and the um, in that culture, like it's it's about pleasing the man, and there's a healthy um, way to go about that. And I just feel like it feels it feels like it'd be really hard as a woman to be in that situation. I feel like myself, like I, I'd have a challenge. It'd just be hard. I love cooking for my husband. I love cleaning. I love doing all those things. I love taking care of him. It brings me joy. But if that's something like that's all that matters, yeah, that will eventually just be so. I, I feel like you lose yourself, and I feel like a lot of the women in that first episode—that's kind of where they were at. It's like, yeah, like we don't have that relationship, and we're not close, and we don't talk about that. And if I say it to him, he won't, he won't listen to me anyway. So pretend he didn't hear it. And yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> One of them did say that, like you just pretend yeah. you didn't hear it which is just insane. And so you have this culture of loneliness. Mm -hmm. Everyone is just lonely. They're so, mm -hmm. so lonely and segregated and, and just like, we need human contact. We need intimacy. We need love and friendship and connection. Um, and you know that I'm so crazy about all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, creating different kinds of intimacy and and that's why i wanted like this stuff hit me so hard because it's just so mind-boggling to me that people live this way and and the thing that with with tokyo the thing was like it's not just a thing as an adult like this comes it's from childhood mm -hmm. like their parents don't show them love in in their childhood stages when they're growing and the guy even said he's like you know mom smiles at me hugs me gives me eye contact loves me i'm gonna grow up and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be able to make it through it's gonna be good you know but yeah. i have a hard time with everything if i don't have that connection and it's like I, I think what you're doing and the coaching you're doing is really great because it does reach out to all cultures and especially other cultures yeah. there's a lot on in north america but when you put it up against this what we have going on is really just um almost laughable you know what i mean it's like yeah. oh you can't stay loyal um to your spouse because they didn't make enough money anymore and you found a guy that made better money so you left and now your guy left you and like it's like no but in another country if you met a man who even tried to take care of you and love you and and love you you know that would look great just make things about you and him together and, and mm -hmm. mutual just to even have that simple thing and then here we're just there's it's the smallest little thing sets you off okay yeah he's not good enough anymore bye yeah you're so quick to just walk away um and find someone better it's like the age of tinder and tinder exists in these countries as well you guys um it, it does you'll see as you watch the episodes like it it exists in places that i wouldn't even have thought that it did yeah um so it's yeah i um i do want to like finish with this couple at the end of the episode 
um, that mm -hmm. are kind of trying to make a change, which it was literally the most adorable thing on the planet. This mm -hmm. couple um, started this, this organization called the Adoring Husband Organization. Um, and what they do, it's his second marriage. And he basically realized like in this first marriage, he didn't do what he should have done. He, he worked until 10 o'clock at night kind of thing, like didn't spend enough time with his family and then found someone remarried and it, you know, completely kind of changed what he was doing. Um, but they together, they say, I love you. They hold hands, they cuddle in public. Um, they show affection, which is like, you don't do that because people will talk about you. Like one couple say like, you don't want to be talked about. Like, you know, so-and-so is like hugging her husband. No way. Like that doesn't happen. And this, this couple is changing things. And so they have this really cool thing where husbands can come out and they shout out um, things to their, to their wives, right? Like, I love you. Or the one said, I'm sorry for staying out late. Um, you know, like, really drinking. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so bloody it cute. cute. And yeah. I think that that's like a fabulous idea. If we could literally have that everywhere, I think that would be amazing for couples to just like, you could feel how healing it was through the TV screen. Like it was yeah. just the wives are in the audience with their kids. Like they're so used to being mad at their husband for staying out drinking late and like not saying I love you and not really appreciating her. And showing affection in public in Tokyo, huge deal. And you're doing it so loudly. These guys were dressed up to the nines. Like their outfits were outrageous. And they're with their kids and they're just laughing because it's just like they're, it's making them so happy. Like that should be a thing they do everywhere. Honestly, in general for friends, even friends groups doing stuff like that. Like it's just, it, it did bring a lot of joy even through the TV screen, which is like, that's phenomenal. That was really, really beautiful. There's one that I think about every single time I think about that's part of this episode. And it, <clears throat> the way that words transfer into English are a little bit different, but he screamed out and the word transferred to gratitude, mm -hmm. like, you know, and happiness. Yeah. And that's what they want to feel. And you could see it in their faces that they just felt so good doing it you know like that's we are all at the core the same we all want the same things we all want to be loved and appreciated and have intimacy and you know all of these wonderful relationships so that's why I think it's so important to highlight the differences around the world and also the similarities right? Because we're all people. It doesn't matter how we identify, what gender, what race. We're all the same. We all want the same things. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you guys have any um, things that you want to say about this, if you want to put your two cents in, um, send me a DM on my Instagram or my website, whatever. I always am happy to hear what you guys have to say. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lisa, for coming on with me. That was wonderful. We are going to do another episode next week. So watch the next episode. I can't remember what it is. Oh my gosh. I just looked at it, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it yet. Cause I just want to, I want to take it in one at a time. It's yeah. really like, I'm rewatching it and just sitting there and processing it. Cause oh my gosh, it yeah. was just it's more, I can't wait to see the next ones. Cause I, I feel like I thought I had a 
pretty good idea of this stuff in the other cultures and I did Seriously, not. It's going to rock you. Like it rocks my world every episode and I'm rewatching them as well. So um, it, stay tuned with us. We're going to be back next week. Um, if you watch the episode and you want us to talk about anything specific, you have any notes you want to say, send them to me and I will talk about them on the next episode as well. Okay. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.